Well, hey there, American Farmsteadhers. This is Donna with Hazel Bell Farm. And Jenny with the Gramstead Family Farm. And we are two American farmsteaders coming to you from Northeast Florida, where we do our best to grow our own food and share our experiences with you in hopes that you will too. (laughs) (laughs) Some encouragement, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And before we get into today's episode, if y'all have been hanging out with us for any length of time, I know that you have heard our bad audio issues. There's been many. There's been many bad audio issues. And we just want to say thank you for hanging out with us through all that mess. Thank you. Thank you. And we got some new equipment. So we think we have it figured out. Yes. Yes. Maybe. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) Last week sounds pretty good. We've had some good episodes uh, or some, you know, some that sounded pretty great in between, but we always keep coming back to static or echo or all kinds of issues yeah so hopefully we're done getting tripped up on the audio yeah but thanks for putting up with this y'all thank you thank you (laughs) we appreciate it the content is good the quality's been less than (laughs) hey technology has never been our strong suit really it hasn't and we've told you guys that from the beginning we just want to grow food yeah that's right So, and that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about growing food because that is the season that we're in. And um, we're going to talk all about what we're planting in our spring and summer garden. Yes. Yeah. Because it's all going in. It is full on. Full on. Full on. Like, we need more room. Yeah. So where we are here, we don't do any brassicas in in the summer. Yeah. That's your broccolis and greens and kales. Well, actually, hold (laughs) <laughs> hold, hold, hold that, that thought. thought. Yeah. Um, I do like to let a red Russian kale go. Okay. And a lacinato kale go. Actually, mm-hmm. those are the only two kales I have. Yeah, anymore. I have one. And I let them go as long as they will. And they'll go into mm-hmm. some pretty decent heat. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I'll probably lose them. But um, sometimes... Yeah. They look really, really, really bad, or they might get bug attacked or whatever in the heat, the hottest part of the summer. And then I'll cut them back, and they'll come back and green in back. the fall. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to try to do that then. Yeah, me too. I have, I have a couple. I actually have a couple different kale plants out there right now, so mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do that. Yeah, but by and large, we don't grow a lot of those things in the summer. It's too hot here. Mm-hmm. It's too muggy and humidity. Too high yeah. humidity. <laughs> too humid. Um, so we're doing our hot weather things are like tomatoes. Yes. Tomatoes are full on in. Mm-hmm. However, they are not trellised in my garden. So <laughs> you'll <laughs> get to it. I'm working on that. <laughs> I walked out into my garden last night and I, you know, we've gotten some rain and you know how yeah. the garden, um, you know, we talk about, you can water it all you want and that just keeps it alive. Yeah. And then we had a couple of good rains, mm-hmm. and um, it's like these things just shot up overnight. They love the actual rain. Yeah. 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 I'm convinced that there's, like, some good minerals magic. in it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like magic rain. Everything yeah. grows really good after a nice, slow, steady rain. Yeah, so. and so suddenly, like, tomatoes that I've put in the ground two weeks ago out of solo cups, you know? Like, yeah. that was, they weren't anything special. Um, suddenly are two, two and a half feet tall. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have to prune some. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. I've been pruning my tomatoes like crazy. Like I swear every day that I go out there and walk through and water everything, it's like I'm popping suckers off mm-hmm. every single day. Like yeah. they're growing fast. Yeah. 
So while we're on the tomato topic, what varieties are you growing? Okay, so I narrowed it down this year. (laughs) I have two kinds of cherries, and now I'm really sad I need another cherry. Mm. Um, I have sun golds. Okay. And um, those should come back and reseed themselves. Um, And then I have a large red cherry. Okay. I don't know what it's called. It's something I had saved seed from, and I marked it large red cherry. So it's like golf ball size. Okay. So it's not quite a slicer, but it's not quite a Is it maybe a Chadwick cherry that I gave you? It might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have grown those before. Mm -hmm. It might be a Chadwick. Those are actually one of my favorite cherry tomatoes to grow. But but I like that they're that mid-size. They're good for like salads. Quarter them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with my cherry tomatoes. Like I normally grow like Lots. all the different colors. Like, you know, yeah. I normally do a red, a gold, a black. An Sometimes orange. I've done, yeah, the orange or um, like the Brad's Atomic Grape right. tomatoes. I haven't had luck with those. I'd had a really good year one year with those. So enough um, to make you want to keep doing it. Yeah. And I don't know why for this year, I was like, nope, I'm just growing sweet 100s. <laughs> and so... Because we got on that production. Yeah. It's just production. <laughs> right. But, you know, we also say, like, you have to want to be there. You have to want to be in the garden. And if yeah. if that's what makes you want to be there to, you know, harvest tomatoes is a colorful cherry tomato basket. Yeah. You, you got to grow those. Yeah. I'm thinking I might be a little sad with all just my red tomatoes and no variety. I want some black now or like the blueberry tomato. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I might end up being a little sad about all my red cherry tomatoes. It's not too late. No, I mean, cherry tomatoes, they last forever. They do. That's why I was already thinking about my fall tomatoes. That's why I went and bought those black cherry tomato seeds. (laughs) Well, they might be late summer tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I also have Bradley tomatoes, um, Park Swapper tomatoes, black crims are my favorite. Yep. Early girls. And I don't know how many I just said. What am I forgetting? Um, oh, Paul Robeson. Um, that's all I can remember. Yeah. Um, I went black crumb mm-hmm. also. It's such a good tomato. So delicious. Yeah. Um, that's a really good tomato. So I definitely did black crumb. I did Cherokee purple mm-hmm. and Homestead. Oh, yes. For my determinant. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. Um, oh, I have, you know what? I started some Romas. I started a whole pile of Romas and they did not like the last frost that yeah, we got. The little, yeah. Yeah. Where I lost a lot of stuff. Um, but of the tomatoes, most everything bounced back, but the Romas really never looked right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't even plant them in my garden. Right. Moving on. Moving on. That's right. Yep. Moving on. I'll try them in the fall. I'll do yeah. them again in the fall. Um, I have really good luck with tomatoes in the, um, late fall in into winter here. I was thinking about that the other day. I was trying to remember when I started my fall tomatoes. Do you know off the top of your head? I do. I did seeds in July. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. And I did suckers off of healthy plants in September. Okay. And just planted suckers. Okay. And that worked the best. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So I'll do that again. Yeah, I know. Like, like I said, I've been popping suckers off my tomatoes like crazy mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, stick them in pots and sell them. Yeah. You could yeah. Do I that. guess I could. You could do that. 
Um, what besides tomatoes, what other warm season thing? Um, I've got my uh, cucumbers in. I had some that I had started mm-hmm. up on the porch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say maybe only about 75% of those transplants actually made it. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've ever transplanted cucumbers. Yeah. I don't think I I've ever just, transplanted cucumbers yeah. either, but I did this time and I have baby cucumbers. Yeah. So yeah, the ones that actually made it, they're climbing up the trellis. Yes. They look nice and healthy. Um, but then... I went ahead, I don't know, maybe like a week and a half ago and um, sowed some more carrots mm-hmm. or not carrots, cucumbers. Oh, I was like, really? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I have carrots that I need to get out of my garden still. I do too, yeah. Um, but that's kind of the thing that I love about carrots is like you can kind of just leave them in the ground. They're right. <laughs> get They're to right. them eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, for cucumbers, I did the uh, little muncher cucumbers. Okay. Yep. And um, that's all. That's the only variety I did. I did um, Boston pickling cucumbers. Mm -hmm. So we like to eat those fresh too without pickling. Like the, it's like the munchers. Yeah. They're, they're cute and everybody likes to just grab them and dip them in ranch. And if I have a pile of those in the fridge, my kids will pick that over Mm -hmm. the crap that they insist I buy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, I have a bunch of those, and then I also have a bunch of market. No, I didn't do a lot. I, a couple of market more. Okay. Um, again, they didn't withstand the frost very well. The straight eight cucumbers, which is real similar to a market more. I think it's a hybrid. Is it? Yeah, it's for production. Okay. And um, it's like your standard dark green tomato or um, cucumber that you find <laughs> in the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like I guess seven or eight inches long mm-hmm. and, um, I have a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. Which you can pickle those as well. They pickle just fine. Yeah. Too. I've done it before. Yeah. I've pickled those plenty of times. Yeah. Cut them up into quarters, mm-hmm. slices, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever you want. Yeah. We go through a lot of pickles at our house. And so I'm hoping to not have to buy cucumbers to pickle for next year for the, yes. over the next year. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. I struggle with cucumbers. Mm. I did last year for sure. But like I said before, I think I, I think I had a sterile hybrid, like seeds okay. from a hybrid and they yeah. were sterile. That's what yeah. I think happened. Cause they grew beautiful plants, right. just beautiful never... flowers. I even hand pollinated them. Nope. No cucumbers. <laughs> Not one fruit. That had to have been what it was. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, other warm season things like the normal stuff, squash and zucchini. Yeah, I'm doing Black Beauty and um, a multicolored scallop squash. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not, one squash isn't multicolored. It was a mix of seeds. Oh, okay. So there's yellow, there's green, there's uh, white. Okay. And so I don't know what went in. Like those little patty pans. Yeah. Those are fun. Those are so pretty. I think I still have some seeds. Okay. I'll give you some. I may have some seeds, actually. I haven't been through my squash seeds much. Yeah, I like the little patty pan. Um, There's a really good recipe that we made one time where we just sliced those, and you, like, layer. It's almost like a refrigerator pickle recipe. With a squash? With the patty pan squash and onions. And you just layer it in a jar and just pour that pickling stuff over Mm. it. It was really good. And it had lemon in it, too. Mm. It was really yummy. That sounds good in the summer. Fresh. Mm. Yeah. Like, what else could you put in there? I know. Like, herb stuff. Like, you could do some rosemary. Maybe some rosemary. That sounds good. And then, you know, 
since it's my house, peppers. Peppers. (laughs) (laughs) The grams like their heat. Um, Seminole pumpkins. I just Mm -hmm. put in a bunch of seeds. Mm -hmm. um, And they've been kind of slow to come up. Mm -hmm. So I'm still waiting on them. I'm doing those as well. And they, they, they are slow to start. They really are slow to start. They're going to grow under my blackberries for weed suppression. Mm-hmm. And um, so that, and also butternuts, mm-hmm. and also some melons. Okay. Well, all, I'm just going to let them grow wild. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I'm doing all that, all, all my uh, seminal pumpkins and my sweet potatoes back in the back corner of the garden. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just going to let them go wild. And because it gets like a jungle back there anyway. Right. So, right. Um, let them go to maybe give me some good ground cover, hopefully. Yeah, that's the, that's the plan. Hopefully, it's so hard waiting for some of this stuff to get big. I feel like <laughs> stuff that's like super heat loving is really slow to start. Like your peppers. Like peppers and the Seminole pumpkins. Right. Roselle is the same way. I feel like it takes forever to get Roselle going. It does. But once it does, it like... It, it takes off. Right. You can't stop it. Yeah. Same thing with this Egyptian spinach. This is the second time I've done Egyptian spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a heat-loving spinach. Mm-hmm. It grows like a, like a big like shrub, like bush. Right. They get really big. And actually, if you let the stems dry out you can separate it and use it as like jute cordage what yeah i know i've even tried it that's just what i read about it so interesting that plant if it's again it's one of those heat loving things so it takes forever to get it going yeah and then it just goes crazy like the roselle does right okra is the same okra yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it takes a long time to get going and then so I have um, a new to me okra this year. I have had the pleasure of trying one of the fruits, but um, so I'm doing my my old good old standard emerald green. Yep. My uh, spineless Clemson. Yep. Okra, and then I also have motherland okra, which is a shorter plant and it's a short, fat pod. Okay. And I'm really excited about yeah. it. I have them everywhere in my garden. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't do like, I've done, um, some orange and red okras in the past. I didn't, I haven't been happy with them. They've not been as bug resistant Yeah, and they seem to get woody faster. Yeah. Even I when they're a, small. Yeah. I tried a red variety that I didn't like either. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I'm not, I mean, they're fun to see and I would get for every, one good okra pod, I would get like five bad ones. Yeah. And so it just wasn't worth the space to me. Um, so, but the motherland is really good. So I'm excited about that. I have plants for you. Oh, nice. Yes. I just have to get them to you. <laughs> okay, cool. And then the Roselle is, you had a, you have a new Roselle. Yep. A new Roselle. Um, it is a white Roselle. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on those seeds. I have my regular Roselle started, but, um, they make a white variety too. And I so didn't know that. I'm like wondering, like, does it taste the same? I wonder, is it still like cranberry? Is I the pod white or is the flower white? The pod is white. What? Yes. I can't wait to grow it. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't wait to grow it. So for my okra, I'm doing a hybrid. Uh huh. It's jambalaya. Okay. Yep. That's Haas Tools, right? Yep. Okay. Haas Tools hybrid. Yep. Um, supposed to be like really prolific. Um, you know, got to pick them young, of course, but right. that's like almost with any okra. So. Right. Right. Um, but mm. yeah, I'm excited about the Roselle. 
Okra is such a versatile vegetable and so many people think they don't like it, but they, I think they haven't had it fresh. I know. It's if you've so never good. eaten fresh okra, like cut, you picked it and you mm-hmm. ate it in the garden. If you've mm-hmm. never had that and you think gross, <laughs> you're, you haven't lived. I'm sorry. No, it's so good. It it's is like so everything good. else that, you know, homegrown tomatoes and are so much, I mean, they're exponentially better than store-bought tomatoes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a total snob. I know. We made hamburgers yesterday, got together with some friends and made hamburgers. And, um, I was like, man, I wish, I wish I had a tomato for these hamburgers. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I could go buy one from the store. Ooh, oh, no. it's just not good. No, I'm not going to go buy one from the store. We'll just have no tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. I have started ordering stuff if we go out to eat without tomatoes because, I know it's going to be disappointing. I know. Growing your own food really kind of ruins the restaurant experience. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really hard for me to find a salad that I like now. Oh, yeah. I never order steak when we go out to dinner. Yeah, it's not the same. It's just not the same. And so pretty much now when we go out to dinner, I'm all about seafood. Because you can't grow that. Because I can't grow seafood. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I'm not a big seafood eater, but that is a a good trick. Yeah. You know, because... Keep you happy when you go out. (laughs) Be disappointed, so... Yeah. Um, But then I got disappointed the last time we went out and ordered salmon. I was like, man, I got this little tiny piece of salmon. It was like the size of my computer mouse. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, if I cooked salmon at home, we would cook like a whole entire filet Mm -hmm. and like... Honestly, I would probably eat a third of it. Right, right. <laughs> right. It's funny. Yeah, inflation, I guess. Restaurant yeah. supply. Yeah. That's tough. So, um, let's see here. What else is going on in the garden? Oh, potatoes. Yeah. Oh, my nemesis. We're on the tail end of I mean, I think they'll be coming out within the, within the next month. Yeah, I put mine in the very end of February. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so March, April, and then probably even all of May, yeah. you think? Yeah. Well, it depends on the varieties. Yeah. Well, I did red Pontiac. Okay. So I can't remember for sure. Red Pontiac is a determinant. Is it 80 days? Seven, I don't know. 70 to 80 days? I think 80 actually. Okay. Now that I really think about it. Yeah, I'm, so normally we plant Valentine's. So it wouldn't be the end of May. March, April. I feel like we normally pick them in April and May, so that's that would not be 80 days. Hey, you know, that's a big little corner of my garden where all my potatoes are. Like, what do you plant after your potatoes? Um, okay, so... I have to admit, I'm not really good about following the crop rotation rules because I honestly just don't always know. Mm -hmm. Um, This year, it depends on where they are and what kind of space is provided there. You know, once they come out where mine are right now, I have, um, it's a four foot wide bed, about 25 feet long. Okay. And there's a trellis on one side for tomatoes. Yeah. So I have a whole line of tomatoes on one side and potatoes on the other side. So when those potatoes come out, I'm left with like three feet, okay. I guess, a three foot wide section up against a trellis. Do I want to use that side of the trellis? Probably not because the tomatoes need the airflow mm-hmm. on, on their side. So um, I think 
a couple of things that I want to plant in like clumps together instead of, you know, and actually create like a mono, monoculture, yeah. you know, row are peanuts mm-hmm. and green beans. Yep. Um, so maybe those will go in there. Oh, that's a great idea. Maybe I can just succession. sow some green beans or something like that. Right. Or some more peas. Right. Cause I do, I actually did put in my second row of green beans just the other day. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. My first row was up and looking good. Um, had probably been up for, I don't know, maybe three weeks or so. So I went ahead and did my next row. Um, and I really, really, really want to try to stay on top of that. Mm-hmm. The, the succession, Su- you mean? Succession sewing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I always have good intentions with that. <laughs> and then summer kicks in and I'm like, I don't want to go out there. It's, hot. it's too hot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that would be probably a good thing to follow the potatoes. Green beans. What's that? Um, that little leaf ditty legume Thank root you. fruit. Is that how it goes? Leaf, legume, root, fruit. I don't know. You you introduced it to me. Where's my garden it's, journal? It's in your yeah. I was gonna say it's in your notebook. So if that holds true, we would need a fruiting plant in after our roots. Yeah. I don't know. We have to look that up. <laughs> I'm about to look it up right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I have. I do have peanuts. I mean, that would be also a legume. Which I didn't grow much leaf stuff over the winter to plant legumes after. I'm just thinking out loud here now. Okay. I have to look this up every single year, and I don't know why. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, Yes, leaf, legume, root, fruit. Okay. So I guess I did remember it off the top of my head. So being that potatoes are obviously a root, uh, a fruit should go in its place. A lot of my fruits are planted. A lot of my fruits are planted too. But I mean, I guess we could always like maybe succession sow some of the scallop squash or zucchini. Oh, I do need to succession because sow that. Because you know. The squashes, yeah. You know, the squashes always get tore up by bugs. Right. Watermelon? Yep. You could do melons. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yours has a trellis too. Right. I mean, but the tomatoes are going to need that trellis. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about it. You asked me a question I wasn't prepared for. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I loosely try to follow the crop rotation thing. Yeah. Really loosely. But then it gets crazy. I'm like, wait, what rotation is this row on? You know, right. it gets ridiculous. So right. um, what about basil? Yes, I have some tree basil, some holy basil or Tulsi some Genovese basil, some purple opal basil, (laughs) and something called Emily basil, which I don't know what that is, but my friend Emily gave it to me. (laughs) So maybe it's something she created. I really don't know. (laughs) It says Emily basil. (laughs) So That's um, funny. Yeah. I also, um, I had started seeds for some other stuff like a lemon basil and, um, something, some other funkier things that aren't real common, Mm -hmm. but they were old seeds and they didn't come up. Yeah. All the basil that I have put in is just sweet basil. And then I think I have a, a a spicy basil. Ooh. Um, 
And all of those seeds that I sowed, they're just like creeping along so slow. Like I feel like they're taking forever to like grow. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe I'm just looking at them too much, you know? Right. I don't know. Um, let's see here. What else? Sunflowers. Oh yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I've got flowers everywhere. Uh, marigolds. Yeah. I've got a ton of marigolds that I direct sowed in the garden. Me too. And zinnias and sunflowers. And then I had a little packet that was just like a an annual mix. Mm-hmm. Those went in a bed. Those are all starting to come up. Mm-hmm. I've got um, some cosmos, some dahlias, uh, which I have dahlia seeds. Okay. I should have probably started them in containers mm-hmm. under lights and taken care of them right. to make tubers because mm-hmm. I really don't know why I would have ordered dahlia seeds. I forgot I had them until I went through my seed bucket, my flower seed bucket, and I they I just threw them in with the rest. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> They're not growing anything <laughs> in the bucket. <laughs> so. Hey, real quick, we mentioned last week that we would maybe have a quick tip about what to plant after onions. And since we were just talking about that rotational right. thing, <laughs> uh, crop rotation. So after onions, a good thing to plant are um, all types of your brassicas, which we already talked about. We're not doing that. Yeah. Um, but pumpkin crops. Oh. Yeah. And also any of your nightshades and legumes. So there's all kinds okay. of options. Okay. All kinds of options. Yeah, I think I might be going with like a green bean or a pea. I don't have enough room for my zipper peas, so. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I zipper don't peas. have room for that either. Yeah. Which these, I usually do those later, like after yeah. tomatoes come out because they can really handle the heat. Oh, yeah. That is a heat loving crop for sure. Yeah. I've only got one row in. That's another thing I was planning on succession sowing. Right. Right. Um, because that's not fun harvesting all that at once. No, no, it's not. No, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. What else do we got going on? Sweet potatoes. Oh yeah. Sweet potatoes. I just finished putting in my sweet potatoes. I have not put mine in yet, but they're going in this week. So that's definitely something I, most are my own slips. I may pick up a few extra slips if I happen to see them right <laughs> at the store. Um, cause I don't have as many as I want. Yeah. I could probably use a few more too. So if you find them, I'll let you know, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still actually growing slips on my windowsill. Yeah. So. I just took mine down. I'm like, okay, I'm really I get tired of looking, tired at, of looking it. at it. Yeah. 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 They were done. Um, Sweet potatoes. I'm, I'm in my head. I'm visualizing my garden. Right. You're right. walking through your garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have garlic that's going to come out soon as okay. well. So I'm going to, that will open up some space mm-hmm. for some things, but we're talking about what's going in. What can people put in? Um, I feel like it's always a good time to put in berries. I'm not doing that right now because I recently, I, I mean, we put them in and the, right. We put like some January ish. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. We put some in recently early this season. We put some in and mm-hmm. then last year mm-hmm. in the winter, we put berries in too. Mm-hmm. And I am so loving having the berries in my garden. Yeah. I mean, 
There is nothing better than like a fresh berry when you're right in the garden. I've picked a couple blueberries too. Yeah, I've picked a couple. Um, It's so fun to me to see. uh, We're picking a few blackberries now here and there. We don't have like a big flush yet. It's just like the first ripened berries. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, they're big and juicy and amazing. And I was going to say what I love about having the berries is that they come to fruition in a different season than everything else. So like okay. right now we're harvesting berries. Right. Right. But we're not harvesting our vegetables or our tomatoes or things yeah. like that. So um Yeah, it gives you something to still be kind of picking off of yeah. as you're walking through tending to all the new stuff. There's always something to harvest. Mm-hmm. And that I that's what I like about having berries. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm really excited about my goji berries. They have so. What is the deal with them? They have all kinds of buds on them and flowers I've had on tons them. Tons of flowers. Me too. And they're not making fruit. I know. And I'm just like, come on. What's, what, what, what am what I doing, doing wrong? They're growing really well. I mean, yeah. I gave mine a trellis, and they are like on it. They seem really happy. They seem very happy. But I've picked exactly one berry. <laughs> Oh, I haven't gotten any berries. I got one berry. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And I was like, oh, all excited about it. And Right. Because I like them fresh. I don't care for them dried. Yeah. When you buy them. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't have experience with them either. So maybe this is normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any experience with goji berries either. It just sounded cool. If you guys do, then maybe hop on over to our Instagram or Facebook and give us some tips on growing goji berries. Yeah. We would appreciate that. Yeah. Hopefully it's not something that they're missing. That's what I went. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't know. I fertilized with mm-hmm. a pretty well-rounded all natural fertilizer, granulated slow release kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, and that's another thing I'm really trying to stay on top of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somebody use the term spoon feeding. Mm-hmm. That's how you should fertilize it. You spoon feed it just a little at a time, really frequently. Mm-hmm. Go, I'm thinking what was next to my goji's. I've got garlic. I've got tomatoes. I've got lots of herbs. Um, you know, that's one thing that I have not gotten into. And I keep telling myself, like, I really need to get into that more. I mean, of course, yeah. I've got my rosemary and I've got basil, but right. like, I want to start doing like more medicinal stuff yeah. so I can like make more tinctures and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I bought a patchouli plant this weekend. I know you got to get cuttings off of that. I'm, I'm I like, definitely will. I'm totally I'm jealous. Really about that excited plant. about it. I'm it smells really excited. so good. It really does. And even like I don't like a strong patchouli scented soap or lotion or whatever mm-hmm. you know. But and I really can't stand patchouli essential oil. Like, yeah, it's just too heavy. It's too much. It's too much for me. But this plant, it smells like patchouli, mm-hmm. but it's. <laughs> It's, it's lighter, but like it's, this patchouli plant, it smells like patchouli. <laughs> I feel stupid saying it's it. It's not but, strong though. No, it's not. It's really neat. And so, um, at first glance, a little bit of research that, um, it does have some pretty decent medicinal properties uh-huh. and you, you can use it as a tea mm-hmm. and I'm excited to get it going. Okay. Yeah. How does that grow? Does that like, it looks like it's going to be like a bush or something. It is a little bit bushy okay. and, um, it grows in like a partial shade is what okay. I'm told. Okay. I'm still researching. I haven't put it in its permanent home yet. Yeah. So okay. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I'm excited to see how that turns out. Yeah. And to get a cutting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. 
Yeah. Um, I also have like your normal rosemary, basils, dill is everywhere. Yes. Yeah. I started some dill and I actually only had three that like made it Mm. and they're doing good though. Okay. But they're not as big as your dill. I feel like you're heavy seeded and I planted them out way early. Did you? Yeah. Like way before last frost. Yeah. They're, they're going to seed already. Some That's of crazy. I, I mean, I can clip those seed heads yeah. and I will, but, um, and they'll keep going and they'll bush out more, but yeah, so far I haven't had any bugs over there where, nice. the, dill, where the big dill is, right? the big dill, the big dill. <laughs> it's a big dill. It is. Um, <laughs> I have some sage and, uh, marjoram. What else? Tulsi. Oh my gosh. Speaking of sage, your pineapple sage. Oh yeah. Is that blooming? It is so pretty. It's so pretty. It has all these little like, like cylindrical red flowers all over it. That is the prettiest thing ever. Yeah. So I want to use some of the leaf for a tea. Yeah. I'm thinking like to put in with my green tea. Okay. And I, do I, can I use the flower? I have no idea. I think the flower would be pretty on a salad. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if the flowers are edible, but they're super pretty. I feel like they are. And they're so dainty. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're very pretty. Mm -hmm. Very, very pretty. Peppers. Peppers. Yes. I've got all my peppers in the ground. What kinds? Um, Serranos. Mm -hmm. um, Jalapenos. Mm -hmm. uh, Shishitos. Florida wild grove and sweetie drops. Mm. And then I have a mystery pepper plant that I overwintered that I have no idea what it is. <laughs> and I am really, really hoping it's a sugar rush peach pepper. Ooh. Although it's kind of starting to look like it might be um, a scotch bonnet. Mm. So either or would be cool, but I really would like the peach pepper. You guys are hot. Yes. Hot loving. We love our hot peppers. Yeah. We can tolerate hot toned down (laughs) with something else. Um, Yeah. About as hot as we get is, I do have a Tabasco that overwintered. Uh I grew a lot of daddles last year. I have so many in the freezer still I need to make sauce with that I don't even feel like I need to grow daddles Mm -hmm. this year. So I don't have any of those unless some volunteer. Um, Jalapeno is pretty much as hot as we handle. Yeah. Uh, and we like those. We like those a lot. Um, so I have a lot of those. I have a lot of um, Honey Bell, Pippin's Honey Bell sweet pepper. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Really good. So good. They're just good to just pick off and yeah. eat. They're just they're good sweet pepper. I also bought this weekend something I had never heard of called a Cornita pepper. It's Ooh. supposed to be a sweet, prolific pepper. Oh, that's right. You were showing me that plant. Yeah. I We, we really like sweet peppers at our house. And so... Um, we can cook them, we can eat them raw, we can, you know, dip them in hummus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's one of our favorite snacks. But um, I got two of those plants. They're supposed, supposed to put off a lot of fruit. Okay. And so, yeah, I'm excited to try those. And I think that's all of my peppers. I don't even have shishitos. I couldn't, I didn't have any germinate. So. Well, I'll trade you shishitos for your sweet peppers. Yeah. Because I don't really have any sweet peppers in my garden. I guess the sweetie drop peppers are like a sweet, spicy pepper. Yeah. I think you told me they're like a sweet with a a hint of hot. Yeah. So um, I don't have any regular peppers. Is that all my peppers? Oh, I have some bells too. I don't love bell peppers, but my people do. 
and I can I can cook with them a lot. Yeah, it's a good filler. It is. So um, I do have a lot of bell peppers. Nice too. Um, something I didn't grow last year. And so I didn't grow them this year either, our banana peppers, which is crazy because that's like the easiest sweet that pepper is... that I tell people all the time. You, if you want a pepper, get banana peppers. I know. I need to go like find some banana pepper plants somewhere that are already started because mm-hmm. I love to have those in the garden. And yeah. like literally for the last like three years, I haven't done banana peppers. Right, right. But they're a good snack when you're out there. Mm-hmm. So, and they're easy. They're so easy. And like literally one plant, mm-hmm. you get a ton of peppers. Yeah. That's a good one. I, like I said, I always tell people who are new to gardening. Yes. That is an easy <clears throat> grower. Yep. Yep. Um, the bells I have a hard time with. I have a hard time with bell peppers too. That's why I tend to not grow them a whole lot. Yeah. Although last year... Some I did of, grow some big ones last year. I grew mini bell peppers last year, and they were a multicolor mm-hmm. mini bell pepper. And I even got some of the purple, like black ones. Wow. Yeah. And they actually grew pretty good. And those were some of the plants that I attempted to overwinter. So my one mystery plant could be that. It could be that. It could be that. I don't know. I really wish that all of them, they were fine. They were, they totally would have made it. But then we had another like freak frost. I know. And I think it was that last freak one that I wasn't prepared for. Right. That got them. I even thought, nah, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew that day. Mm-hmm. No, it'll be fine. Yeah, it was It not wasn't fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was not fine. I lost a lot of plants. And I, and I, which stinks. It really stinks. That whole thing stinks. But anyways. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, again, I'm picturing my garden in my head. Yeah. What do I have? Going I've got in, you know, yeah, I, I got to figure out what else I can put in because I honestly have a lot of stuff that's about to come out now that I think about it. Well, that's like, what I'm thinking. Like carrots. Yeah, like I still have onions. a lot of carrots in a yeah. lot of onions in after I get all those pulled out. It's not going to be too long that the potatoes are going to be coming out. Garlic. So potatoes I thought I was thinking like oh my garden's full but me too I think I'm gonna have more room than what I actually think so some things that I do want to plant still that are hot heat loving um that I thought I didn't have room for can go in those places so Armenian cucumbers which Mm -hmm. is really and truly it's a melon Mm -hmm. they grow really long and um, they taste like cucumber, but they yeah. they are more heat tolerant. Okay. So I usually grow those after our regular cucumbers. Nice. And um, yeah, those I haven't pickled them. I haven't mm-hmm. tried to do anything weird with them. We just eat them fresh. Yeah, that's another crop I'm really going to try to succession sow mm-hmm. or the cucumbers. Mm-hmm. And so I've already got two rounds of them in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait maybe a couple more weeks and maybe try to see if I can find another spot to throw some down. So right. Right. and yard long beans. Yard, yes, that's another thing. That's another thing I'm waiting to put in. They are also heat loving, so yeah. they'll do well in the summer. Um, after you pull out something else, yeah. like maybe, uh, maybe when the tomatoes come out, those can go in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've got some space on probably on one of my cucumber trellises where I'll put those. I don't have any trellis space left. My, my trellises are full and I added trellises this year. I added beds this year. Like right. I am pretty planted out to the max. Yeah. Hey guys, real quick. Think about, um, what size your plants are going to be when they're full grown and you're harvesting from them when you're spacing them out 
to plant (laughs) because right now it looks like, Oh, I have a lot of room. I know it's so hard. Yeah. But really I don't. It's so tempting. Like Mm -hmm. I know that I I could stuff this bed. Right. Right. We got room in here. Mm -hmm. No, you don't really have room in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like for example, I have, um, my raised beds are four by eight and in one of them I planted four squash plants there's a kale still on the end that I'll let go as long as it will. Okra in my garden is here, there, and everywhere. So there's, oh, there's a little pocket. I can stick it right okra there because they grow tall. <laughs> like it's fine. It doesn't take a big footprint. And then the other side has a bunch of peppers that are all pretty intensely planted because peppers like to hold hands, right? Yep. And that is a full bed. But when they first went in, it was like this tiny little squash and this tiny little squash and this tiny little pepper. And I, I know. easily, I was like, I think I'm going to throw some flowers in there. Right. And now, no. like those squashes are getting ready to fruit. The peppers are starting to take off with the heat. And um, there's no way I could put another thing at all in there. Yeah. So. It's tempting. It is. Maybe a sunflower. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Surely you could squeeze a sunflower in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had lots of volunteers popping up. So, mm-hmm. and like a few of them are like right in the middle of the dang walkways. I'm like, right. I don't know. I'm thinking I might maybe try to relocate them. I don't know. I don't know either. They're not very big. They're probably only about, I don't know, four inches tall right now. So I feel like if I dug around it enough, yeah, I might be able to fool it. Yeah. I have, I'm doing some pro cut sunflowers this year as a test. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I started those in pots and they transplanted just fine. Okay. So I know they're different than your regular sunflowers, yeah. but, um, they did fine. Mm-hmm. So maybe, okay. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's all I can think of that I'm putting that's in. All, that's about all I've got going in. I mean, we really just tried to focus on like, let's just grow some food this year. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need 18 fancy varieties. Let's just try to grow some food. Exactly. So exactly. I tried to keep it kind of simple. Yeah. (laughs) And yes, me too. And the thing, the thing about us where we are is that, um, we don't have to plant 12 million tomatoes because we have really two growing seasons for tomatoes. tomatoes, Yeah. yeah. So we just have to get not to the next year, but to the next season. Mm hmm. And so, um, if you're in our zone eight B slash nine a consider that, um, you know, you, you can keep a smaller garden because you can do it twice. Yep. 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 Absolutely. So, so yeah, that's about all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out (laughs) y'all. Bye. (laughs)